Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to the Redmen TV. I'm your host Paul Machen. I'm joined by Steve Howson from what Stratford Paddock. Are we on these days? Yeah, still doing bits with Devils, but Stratford Paddock's my new one. Yeah, it's your cool. one. So we'll promote that one. Yeah, first and foremost. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I've just done a little uh, video for their channel as well, but I, I, I grabbed Steve while I could. Uh, it's been a while since we had you in the studio, mate, so I thought it would be interesting because... You're not going to see me after May, so there, there's yeah. that one. How about <laughs> yeah, that? absolutely. <laughs> um, it, makes a, look, it makes a very refreshing change on my part. Look, he's been on a, on a, on a slope for, for a few years, really, um, but um, there hasn't been... Liverpool haven't been on top. During that period, you know they haven't had a, a good spell. I'm fascinated by what's happening with Man United. If I'm, if I'm perfectly honest, because you guys have been there, you've been like the big enemy, the the horror movie villain that 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 have been you know larger in charge for the entirety of the Premier League, pretty much. Um, I you know we waited, we thought in like 2001, I think Fergie was planning on leaving. Mm. He was going to win the Champions League in Glasgow and get off, and we were like, I'll oh, just let him. Just let him do it so we can get off. Uh, and then he never, he stuck around for a dozen more years. Decade. Um, it's, so I look, I, there's a bit of Schadenfreude there, I have to admit, when I look at and see Man United not doing well. But I find it balmy. Uh, how, how, are you, how are you with it all at the moment? Because I, it feels like there's two. The fan base is going to be divided because you've got a bunch of fans who will remember it being boss. And because it's not that. It's shit and it's not good enough. And then I suspect there's probably another group who are probably less vocal because you have to be, who are bought maybe buy who have to buy into what whether you want to or not you bought into what Solskjaer is trying to do. I think the fan base is divided in everything except the Glazers. Yeah, that the Glazers are clear. I know you guys have seen it. You've mm. seen it when you literally what changed realistically for you guys in the last ten years. Yeah, it was ownership. And it was ownership, and not only was it ownership, it was the structure behind the scenes. You've gone from below him cash, and you guys spent more than we did in the noughties and the nineties. I think yeah. I've got across both, uh, and had nothing to show for it. At the minute, United are spending money crazy, but we have literally nothing to show for it. Like, what's our big signings that we've had recently? Di Maria, but well, he don't play for United. Uh, Pogba, might as well not play for United. Lukaku, but he don't play for United. So where's all this big money that was? You know, we are spending. Okay. Harry Maguire, we've still got one. Bissaka was a big, a big deal, but we've still got them. But ultimately, all of this money that we spent isn't at the club or doesn't play for the club. Yeah, we are not spending money in um, a logical sense that looks like it fits a plan. 
Solskjaer at the minute has a horrific team for the money that's been spent on it. Mm -hmm. uh, the team that he's able to put... We don't know what team we're able to put out uh, that makes any sort of sense whatsoever because it's just a case of like the first 11 guys to walk into the changing rooms, you're getting a shirt because it's that bad. And the fact that it is that Sunday bad... Sunday rules, yeah. just trying to grab a number. First 11 in, just yeah. does it fit? Get it on. Right? Like, that's the, the situation that we're in at the minute is because we haven't had any sort of structure, we're still playing with Fergie's players. You know, and that was, it feels like a long time ago now, but it was literally in football a hell of a long time mm. ago that we've still got Fergie's players stinking up the place still in Ashley Young and, and Phil Jones and not so much in De Gea, but you know, there's still elements of Fergie's squad in there. You've still got David Moyes signing in there in one matter. You've still got Louis van Gaal signings. You've still got, obviously, you're going to have Jose Mourinho signings. So this isn't Oli's side. There's three players in there that are Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's plus a handful of youngsters. Mm -hmm. uh, we were talking earlier, weren't we, when we were talking about the the leadership that, that Chelsea side's got, yeah. that we just don't have anything to compare to. Our World Cup winning midfield maestro is a bit of a fucking bellend yeah. and doesn't want to be here. Yeah. So where's the, the people that are dragging the standards up? It felt like, it felt like to me, and with, I think Ed, Ed Woodward is the man primarily responsible for this. I agree or disagree, you can tell me. But it feels I like... I agree. It agree. <laughs> whenever you played champ footy manager or whatever and say you started at a smaller club or whatever and you you know you play you play with the pool of players that you've got available to you but every now and again you for a laugh you'd go Real Madrid and you go ooh filter by available oh fucking hell I can buy him go on I can buy Raul I can buy you know obviously not Real but you know you it felt like that's what Di Maria Pogba it was Falcao yeah well, exactly but you used with this is you in the eight, this was United in the 80s you used to spend the biggest money, you'd buy the biggest names, but you couldn't put it together on the pitch. That was Liverpool in the 90s, that was Liverpool in the, in, in the noughties, breaking transfer records for Stan Collymore and, and Emil Heskey and all these kind of lads. And we had loads of cup success in those times, but never able to put it together in a consistent unit. That's what it, but this is what it feels like. Solskjaer looks to me like the anti Mourinho. It's like they've gone Mourinho as a guy who just buys success. He just he'll just throw loads of money at the problem, short term problem solving, mm. win a few trophies and get off with everything in disarray. And they've gone right. Well, that's not us. So what is us? Well, it must be this this exact opposite end of the spectrum, and that's fucking off all the lads who are dead expensive who don't don't fit and bringing through a load of kids. Yeah, that's not United, but that because because both of them are united in different ways. So United have always, through the Premier League, have oh, always spent big money. From Dennis Law onwards, we broke transfer yeah. records. That is that is who we are. We blend in you know, some pretty good pros that usually like, make up the base of an England squad. We have a couple of superstars, and then it's a lot of homegrown youth. You know, that record from 1938 is one of the most proudest things. When Jose came, I was like, I swear to God, if he fucks this up. Because you're not really This is the one about having a, a homegrown I, player starting in every, yeah, every, every single matchday squad since October 1938. You can't buy that. You literally can't buy yeah. that. That... that is who Manchester United is. Like, right or wrong, the fact that we've been able to compete at the highest level and maintain that for 80 years it is the biggest source of pride for me as a United fan that we've got that. Mourinho was a bit lucky that Pogba technically is one of them, Lingard, Rashford, yeah. they're all part of it, so he didn't have an opportunity to break it. I don't even think it's possible for us to break it with the players that we've got in the squad now. I don't Too think we've good. got enough. No, I don't think we've got enough players to not play an academy player. Yeah. I think we've got that many in the squad. There's something that you guys did not long ago when you got rid of Coutinho and you go, no way are you better without him. But because you made smart buys and you made uh, astute signings in positions that made you better as a football team, I think this is what United need to do now. Yeah. Is 
I see Pogba as our Coutinho. I don't think Coutinho is anywhere near as much of a ball league as what Pogba's being. But I see that big sellable asset who's undoubtedly your best player. Get rid of him and bring in people that are going to fit the system and therefore the team a little bit better. And I think you'll see bits. Because there's been flashes of how good we could be under Solskjaer because he definitely lets them play the football and he definitely wants just attack and see what happens. But we also have so many youngsters and so many really ordinary players that the consistency just can't be there. The problem you've got, I think, in, in, in the Premier League, it's the problem you, you're definitely facing. If you want to be the top at the top of the Premier League, you've got to have everything at the moment. You've got to have... You've got to have an amazing first team. Yeah. You've got to have a, a, a really deep squad. Oh, look at City, let's look at City's bench. Yeah, yeah. And, but you've got to have a boss manager as well. You know, and I think that's that's the that's the thing for United. I see those those social coaches that he was getting taken the piss out of for in the last week or so. So there's a one about his average the average age and he referenced Liverpool for some mad reason. And there's the one about like City putting a good team out against mm. them shows the level. When you read it, it looks insane. When you see his reaction, he believes it. I'm convinced that he totally believes what he's doing. He believes in this youth first thing. But it's from the outside looking in, it looks fucking crazy. Because it's Man United. Like if that if you were us five years ago or you were Everton or Tottenham or Borussia Dortmund or Valencia or fucking you know what I mean? Mm. But you're this global mega company, this massive entity, it seems Barmy that someone's letting him. Oh, it's Moisish. It's Moisish. Some of the, the comments you can't defend. It's lo- it lowers expectations. Yeah. And the thing is, I think like Roy Hodgson goes into a club and he knows what he's doing. He does that deliberately because it gives him more room to manoeuvre. But I get, I just I look at the way Solskjaer delivers it. He's made up. He's he, he clearly buys into what he's doing. I'm just not sure that Man United should be. We shouldn't be. Doing but that. realistically, are we the best squad in the league? Are we the second best squad in the league? Absolutely not. Are we the third best squad in the league? We're probably fifth, maybe sixth, depending on how you rank Tottenham's, right? But realistically, we're probably where we should be. Now, I'm sure he wants us to be back at the top. I'm not sure. I don't think he's sitting in his office going, we'll just keep us fifth, it's happy days. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we all know that managers have said mad shit in press conferences. That's just indefensible. Klopp himself said equally as mad shit in the past. I don't think you should really take on board what's being said in a press conference as much because I think that's, for someone's benefit, that's not necessarily mine. Um, I think it's to say to players, I think it's to say to agents, it might be a message to owners. There's all sorts of like smoke and mirrors with that. Yes, but, but man, press conferences are managers' time to set the narrative. That's what they are. It's managers' opportunity to talk to the fans mm. and tell them what to buy into and what not. Look at Mourinho. Mourinho used his the other week to talk about how Klopp, Klopp's took five years or four years to become mm. nothing to world champions. And, how, and, and he's telling a story, but in telling a story, he's telling you, uh, it took Klopp eight transfer windows, it took him this, it took him that. What he's really saying is, I that's how long I need to be able to make a success of things. So Solskjaer is... I, again, I think I go at it. He believes in what he's doing, but it seems mad because you're in this situation where there's a nobility to what he's trying to do, bringing you through. There's nothing wrong with that, but he's going to need time. But you might find that it, in three years' time, great, you've brought some youth through. But we've, we've again, we've tried this. You need to have boss players. Mm. You know, there's a reason why. That's the why. bottom line for all the football. Well, look, we had it. With, look, you said it before. We had a decent side. But we had a lot of carriers in goal. We paid five million pounds for a goalkeeper, and he was. And he and look, 
he made a complete cock of himself in the Champions League final. That's a mad outlier. He's not that bad, but he was only as good as that middle clutch of goalkeepers in the Premier League. And we went out and bought a £70 million goalkeeper, and he's the best goalkeeper in the world. And it's fixed all it's fixed all those problems. You've got to have United United needs something in the middle, I think, between Mourinho and between Solskjaer. Yeah. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. What, what, what happens? What happens if Liverpool, if we batter you at Anfield, what it's happens? not just you, like Wolves could do us in the cup. I don't know when you're putting this out. Obviously, that's tomorrow night when we're filming, but yeah. Wolves could put us out of the cup um, easily. Uh, like could easily slap us. Um, I think we could get a result, but it's, it's way on the unlikely side. Um, we've got City in the League Cup, which is essentially a dead game. So if we don't turn up for it, we could get. They can run up a right cricket score on you. That's you what City do. Are you happy with? Because look at Chelsea at the moment. I think they they like they've got they've got Lampard there, and it's been such a breath of fresh air for them for ages because they just had these mercenaries coming yeah. in, chopping to change the manager every year. I think they're quite happy to be bought into it, and they like Lampard. They're playing a good brand of football. Blah 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 blah. Are you happy with that? If that just to, just to be there, uh, I mean, I can't speak for every United fan, uh, and I'm sure there's out of a hundred people, there might be thirty different opinions oh, on absolutely. where Solskjaer is. For me, uh, when we got Mourinho, I said we're dancing with the devil now. We entered this Real Madrid Chelsea cycle of new manager every year, and I'd never wanted that for Manchester United. So I'm prepared to give one guy time to see if he can get the signings. You know, if Klopp didn't sign Van Dijk and Alisson and Mane, where would you be? Yeah. You'd probably be fighting for us in fourth and fifth, I yeah, think. Absolutely. But the fact he was allowed to, to bring those players in, and he might have earned that right to do that. I mean, absolutely, yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. So he might have earned that right to do that, and, and then he would brought those players in, and that's what took him to the next level. If we're able to identify and bring in players of that ilk... Um, as I think the na- I think it's going to take a few years anyway, but as a natural cycle, this Liverpool team comes to an end, and the natural cycle of um, performance enhancing drugs at City comes to an end, allegedly. Um, then you might see some sort of changes in what's going on. If you can sort of match that at the right time for 
you know, Mason Greenwood hitting his 20s, <laughs> Marcus Rashford hitting his mid-20s, uh, and complement that with a couple of world-class players, you know, bringing in the likes of Vidic and Evero, Rio sort of level of player, which if we can identify and bring those in. Yeah, just, we just clearly don't have. We don't have the character of those players. Yeah. If we can match that, I think we can get back to the top. And I'm certain that Oli can do it. I'm certain he, he can do it, but it all comes down to the recruitment. The recruitment is the most important thing. And unfortunately, you know, I mean, people talk about the, the guy's CV. The CV didn't come better than Jose Mourinho. Yeah. The CV, arguably, didn't come better than Lou Van Gaal at the time he was available yeah. as well. And it didn't work for them because the players that they recruited or were allowed to recruit didn't quite fit what we were trying to do. Oli might you not don't be the get, guy. You don't get Mourinho and then not go all in Give him Mourinho. everything he wants. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oli might the problem, not be the guy. The, but that's the problem. Yeah. Oli might not be the guy to take us forward but he, uh, and, and actually win the league. But the club that the next guy gets is better than the club that Oli gets. He's, I've, I've wondered this for a while, is that he's a bit of a palate cleanser. Like, he gets to come in, he gets to... Yeah, if it works, it works great, and you've got this guy that everyone buys into. Mm. You give, it gives you another, adds another song to the repertoire on the on the stands, something to buy into, etc., etc. He'll do what's told. He'll 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 play on the, the retro nostalgia things for a bit, just to you know, just to, to stir up some positivity. And because of his, because he doesn't carry a reputation, he's probably got no. He's not going to go on and be a world. So, you know, like Mourinho, he's, got a, he's, a, he's a career manager, a proper career manager, and all these guys are your Ancelotti's, your Van Hals, all these Oh, yeah, when you sack him, you know you'll see him again. Yeah, exactly. He'll, he'll be back, he'll be in the stands, you know what I mean? He'll be, he'll, be, he'll, be doing, he'll be a club ambassador in a few years' time again, all that kind of stuff. So, you can, he can afford to come in and make a couple of changes, and as you say, make it a bit better because at the moment, we were talking about it before, the, like the wage structure at Man United's barmy. And if you bring in a. There's not many top managers now who would come in and go, well, I'm prepared to risk my reputation of us being shit for two years. Because it's going to take a couple of years probably to turn that all around. Like I said to you before, a couple of years if you've got someone who knows what they're doing. Yeah. It might take a decade if you don't. And I fear we don't. And that's the thing. You know, you get a top manager comes in and he's like, well, hang on a second. I mean, look at Pochettino as an example. You should have just bit Pochettino's hand off last year when Mourinho went and just got something up and, got something up and running there. But even he must be looking at it now and looking at that squad and going, fuck me, mate. You know, how do you, how do you buy? How do you, how do you, how do you restructure that? It's, look, it's all Look at the point. squad Moyes came seventh with. Wayne Rooney, Robin Van Persie, Kagawa, Giggs were still kicking around. You had an old, but they were there. Rio, Vidic, Evra. You had Raphael. You had Michael Carrick was still quite a few years left on the clock. That squad, compared to the squad we've got now, where you're like Andreas Pereira, Fred. You've got a moment coming, and it always gets wheeled out for us, is the Cops first game in charge was Tottenham away. And there's like the, the screen graphic from the, from the match day coverage at the time, and it's Liverpool's 11 on the bench. And you will have that point because you don't. It's hard to see it with you know objectively at the time. And mm. I've had this for years. I haven't realised how crap Liverpool have been until I've seen how good Liverpool are. And I finally, I finally get it. So like when Man United used to sneer at us and our but we said this player's really good, and you'd be like, no, 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 no. Allow us to show you what good looks like. Um, you, it's it's a death of a thousand cuts. You don't realise it until. You 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 look at it with a bit of a bit of a clean break and whatever and go, what the fuck is that team? What the fuck? Is I can see one? it. I can see yo Andreas Pereira decision making of a fucking cat, right? <laughs> I've got Ashley Young who's got people keep telling me he's got experience in what 
I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm hopeful that Inter pick him. I don't know what favour they owe us, but the way they've just been pulling up our Deadwood is outrageous. <laughs> I, I can see Phil Jones going there next. It's, it's mental. You know, the, there's some play, Phil Jones, another example. Phil, City pressed us the other night. They pressed with a two and then a four against our full-backs and two midfield. And it was so obvious. And they, they let Phil Jones have it, because why not? And they pressed on Lindelof. And Phil Jones was panicked into either oofing it or he'd play it back to De Gea, whose distribution's not the most wonderful anyway. And it was so frustrating because you're just like, you can't do the most basic thing. You don't have the he balls to play it to a midfielder. Quite a, quite a cultured play. He was like a, he could play DM for you at the time when he was when he was a blackbeard. I mean, he was so so highly. It's mad, isn't it? It's absolutely mad. Well, some players never reach the potential. No, there's, there's a lot of players that never reach. The and potential. we've had, and again, that's been that was Liverpool's story. Lads who look like they could be world beaters but lacked something. Whether that was and the right guard and so did he look good that. because he was playing DM with Rio behind him, puppeting him? Did he play good because he was alongside? Vidic at the time you don't know like Smalling when he used to come in when Rio was out for a game and Johnny Evans when Rio was out for a game they'd come in and they'd do a good job he's like yeah. he's fucking good him yeah. he's not Rio Ferdinand but he's good yeah. and then Rio goes and you're stuck with him week in week out and you go actually he's a bit fucking ordinary isn't he yeah. and there's just too much that. I mean even the players we've allowed to go Daily Blind Daily Blind if we're trying to play out the black, back, out the back fantastic yeah. uh, doing you know, we got to near enough Champions League final last year with, with Ajax Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, we let him go for peanuts. You know the 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 planning, the the lack of leadership in terms of like managing a squad. The fact the wages have been allowed to go out of the, well, out the got, roof. For me, when you've got Ander Herrera going, nah, you're all right. To be fair, I think what he was offered at Paris was a good decision. For oh us no, to abs- not absolutely. But again, there should never be. No, it should never be a question. He was loved. He was, you know, he's. You know, it's mad. It's 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 barmy that a situation of a player like that because like, Andrea's fine. He's not great, is he? No, but when you've fine. got players like Andrea going, nah. I think he was offered like two hundred and fifty grand a week for five years or something or four years at Paris, and no one's. We and United have, have never be paying that, would they? Well, I think we didn't. I no, think we, I we didn't offer it, but yeah. like the fact that that was on the table, you go right. Yeah, I don't blame you for going. But he should never have got to the last six months yeah. to start talking to him. What's the uh, what's the game plan for the weekend then? The, the same thing it is every week. Um, Let the fast lads work it out. Unfortunately, and and even saying this alone shows the the level we're in because he's not a good footballer, but he is good at one job. Without Scott McTominay, I don't have any confidence in this game. Um, off the ball, I think he's probably pretty underrated. On the ball, that's a good case against us. He's pretty shit. He's never going to play a through ball. You're right away through the lines into one of the strikers' feet. You know, like someone needs to sit him down and show him what Carrick did, and was like, "You're allowed to do that." Like. Yeah. Um, he's very sideways. He's very one-dimensional. He's very ordinary in possession, but off the ball, he works hard. He's physical. Bit of a shit house. You know, I think he gets it, uh, which you know you're shit when you're talking about whether people can get it or not. Um, I worry we. I know you guys don't really use your midfield in that sense, but I worry that we just get overrun because we don't have a midfield. Well, I think it's what where we the physicality of our midfield wins football matches. Hmm. It's not that midfield's not there to be creative. Yeah, it doesn't and, hold the possession, it, does it? And yet it might be because we've just got the opportunity. If you bring Oxford Chamberlain back into the midfield, which we started against Spurs, he's, he's only just coming back to fitness again. Then we do have we do add creativity and thrust from that. But by and large, well, you know, the Old Trafford game, you started with one midfield. You made three subs, 
which was a whole new midfield by the end of the game. That, for me, was the telling part of that game. Yeah. That was the, the thing. Uh, I definitely think we've got the ability with the, them front three to get in behind you all day long. Is Greenwood going to start this one, do you reckon? I would. I would, because I think he's... I'd actually play him as well as James. I'd play him in a 10 yeah. for a bit of creativity because his passing is almost as good as his finishing. Um, my worry is who plays the ball to that forward three. That's where I think United struggle. Mm. If we had Paul Pogba, I'd go, I fancy our chances of beating you on the counter here. If we had Pogba and Tomney, I'd be sitting there going, I think we're in for a good game this weekend. But we don't, so I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> well, surely you can, you're just going to wheel Fergie out to training this week and that'll be all the time. I bet they do something like that. Absolutely. I bet they do something like that. And you've got to try, haven't you? One thing I was hoping for is that you might get that Bruno Fernandes deal wrapped up this week. It mm. does seem like that, that's slightly. Yeah, the guy um, came against us in pre-season, actually. Really, really good. He's also a guy that he plays balls early, um, he is a playmaker, and he shoots early. And I just think, much like the Tony Marshall introduction, there's no better way than to give him a debut. Look, mate, this is a baptism as a fight. It's not going to get any more intense for yeah. you than this. You come through this. What if he just took a random shot? and we managed to nick a game on the back of it. Instant cult hero, yeah. massive lift for the club. As unlikely as it is, I could see something like that happening if we was able to do it, but I don't think we'll, one, get the transfer done, and two, play him if we did. Is, I know this is that, because everyone, everyone loves the attacking players. Why the fuck is Bayern another attacking player? He's, well, I think he's Pogba's replacement. Right. I think he'll play... You think he'll play in midfield? I, I think... You've got to play midfield three with him, I think, because I don't think he's going to be putting himself about making tackles. But I'd play him in midfield, yeah. I don't think he's a 10. I could see him as a... Like a, a in our system, he'd have been, he, I could see him being used as an offensive eight. Hmm. But, man, I mean, fair play. Look, it's, it's just, I, just think, I just think it's valid. It goes back to everything we said. Go and spend that money on a, another centre-half or a proper... or a mobile, a mobile midfielder. Okay, you know. But, yeah, if we'd have bought in Sal Niguez and... Fernandez, I'd have been like, yeah. oh. But I think the Glazers are like, what's the minimum we can get away with doing? And I think the minimum they think they can get away with doing is Bruno Fernandez. What's the problem? Oh, we don't create chances. That guy creates chances. Happy now? Not, not really. <laughs> but like. Depends if he scores at Anfield, yeah. But yeah, I mean, that'd be that. This next two weeks could be gross. You know, we, we could go down against Wolves. We're very likely to lose against you lot. City are definitely putting us out of the cup. If we don't convincingly beat Burnley and, and who really convincingly beats Burnley not really many uh, it's going to be pretty minging again it could go one way it probably won't and I think it will go the other way unfortunately score prediction <sighs> I haven't said all that are you going to predict the Man United win yeah I don't predict it's losing 1-0 I mean if we beat you it's 1-0 isn't it okay. it's not going to be anything it's not going to be 3-0 haha <laughs> some of that is it it's <laughs> clearly not it's going to be Score early and hold on, or score late against the run of play. I think if you should get anything, it'll be like a, we might. Like, the problem we had against Spurs, we got the one 0 lead, and then they threw everything at us, and we rode all up big time. You could see maybe something, maybe something like that. I don't think you've been as good this year as you was last year. I was convincing. We've literally, but the, the, not, I, we've literally I not lost the game. Before. I know. I know what you say. But in the games, <laughs> I don't think you've been as convincing within them ninety minutes. We've not. We've not snotted teams. But we've been convinced in a completely different way of like... Well, consistent. Is, yeah, exactly. It's fucking killing. Yeah. But do you know what? I will take so much out of it. Right, let's, let's fast forward. It's June. You tell me, hey, did you, well, we won the league. 
I'm going to role play a minute here. Okay. Here's, here's how I'm coping with this. Right. Okay, so it, it's due. Liverpool have just lifted a 19th league title and a 7th European Cup. Where, where, where are you and how are you reacting? Listen, Pep Guardiola is a fucking fraud of a man, right? <laughs> how he spent all that money on that City team and didn't stop you fuckers from doing either of them things, man's a fraud. Deflection. Spectacular. Just total fucking ignoring it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You can join all the Evertonians in like the caravans in Wales for a few, for a few days. Like, just get away. North Central Island. We've pre-booked it. Yeah. They kill you on fucking arrival, so that's where we're going. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Well, listen, Steve, thanks very much for taking the time to come in. I know Don't that was uh, probably thoroughly unpleasant. I thought it was all right. Um, yeah, if you enjoyed it, let us know. Uh, other than that, thank you very much for watching, for listening, and for subscribing. Ta-da. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.